Joining us now in our studios, uh, every Wednesday we have a Northfield Mayor, Rhonda Pownell, and City Administrator Ben Martig, or somebody else, join us. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> But, you never uh, know, Jeff. There might be just some weird character that like walks into the studio somewhere. Yeah, I, you well, just that, never know. That happens. And my first question for them is, "Did Pownell send you?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. Uh, we uh, we're glad you came in. Thank you so much. You had a yeah. uh, city council meeting last night. And I guess my point is, you come in every time after the council meeting. <laughs> Graciously (laughs) donating your time to our cause here. You're here every morning too, Jeff. This is the and this is the worst segue I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) This most convoluted segue. Uh, You had a council meeting last night, uh, the first one of November, uh, the last one before election day. I guess you won't be having council meeting. We'll have more on that later on. But uh, some of the things you talked about. Let's start off with Bridge Square. Not a whole lot of discussion on that last night, uh, but you did uh, approve uh, a service agreement for the uh, designers of Bridge Square. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So as uh, Dave Bennett, our city engineer, really kicked it off uh, last night, really talking about how long this has really been in process. I think he said, uh, um, mentioned the year 2014 and maybe even, I think maybe 2012, there was another even rendition before that where we've been talking for a long time are there ways that we can update Bridge Square, the central park, right in the heart of our downtown to make it serve the community even better than what it does? And uh, lots of visioning process, a lot of public input over the years with regards to this uh, in the previous planning process and then in the most recent one. So this is really that next step in the process. The council adopted that plan the Bridge Square uh, final design plan. And then this is that professional service agreement uh, for uh, developing the construction documents for that plan. And then that will be done in 2023. And then 2024 is the construction. So just methodically, it might not seem methodically to some folks, but for some of us that have been in the trenches for like a long time, this is a long time that you have to wait to see some of these things come to fruition. And the benefit of putting plans in place is that you actually act on them. Otherwise, why are you asking people for their opinion and getting their perspectives? It's really a lot of wasted time unless you're really going to do what you said you're going to do. So... Let's talk about, maybe Ben can answer this one, let's talk about uh, the schedule. You've approved the uh, the contract for the person who is going to be designing that. Uh, will there be, uh, I guess, different milestones within uh, that, uh, the time period between now and 2024, as uh, the mayor mentioned, when you're going to be doing the work, where uh, there will be, I don't know, information given to the public, more input uh, from the uh, public, or... What uh, do we have a schedule yet? Uh, we don't have a specific schedule, but that will continue to be uh, what you'll see on this project. So we'll continue to work with um, Bob and Bruce uh, on some of our community engagement work. So we'll continue to do follow up with a number of different stakeholders. There's a lot of them on uh, Bridge Square, of course, mm-hmm. um, including the broader community that uses it on a regular basis. But we'll continue to meet individually with some groups, uh, with our consultants. Um, we'll also be um, doing additional kind of discussion with the council to be determined, but certainly at design, development, and construction um, 
the kind of the final construction document phases. We'll certainly be having council action on that as well. A um, couple of the other things that's, that's kind of unique on this project with its location is um, there is some archaeological work that's being done as part of the historical designation of the park. And so um, that's part of the analysis to see if we find anything in, you know, the history, other additional things to think in the history or in the ground, if some of the issues mm -hmm. or anything's found in there. Probably not anticipating a lot of it based on the past use. And then we have a subconsultant of a electrical uh, design uh, expert along with the landscape architects that would be doing work and just being sensitive to um, how do we you get kind of one shot at it. How do you do uh, planning around um, lighting so that it feels safe in the evening but also has some ambiance to it um, with to really kind of do an upgrade. So those are some unique things. But there will definitely be significant discussion and engagement. We'll continue to update our project page on that as well so people can track what's going on. All right. Well, we'll keep you informed, and I'm sure you'll keep us informed as <laughs> yes. well. Uh, let's move on. Uh, another item on the agenda. Uh, last night was the uh, discussion on the uh, about boards and commission governance effectiveness review. <laughs> What in the wide world of sports does that mean? That's <laughs> our continued work as it relates okay. to um, some of our strategic plan areas is just doing a, a good job of, of implementing best practices around governance. Um, it's been almost a year ago, I think, on some of our updates to the council. We did a bunch of research on other cities on kind of how, how their boards uh, work and um, how we might evaluate some uh, implementing some ideas uh, here in Northfield. W one of the challenges or problems that we're trying to solve is that the council's aware of is part of, you know, making it a good experience to serve on a board and really be effective in giving advice to the council on it and really kind of digging in on policy issues and giving recommendations is you guys kind of have a good structure on, on having it work well. Um, one of the challenges we have is we have a lot of different types of processes and practices across our boards and commissions. And it, it makes it difficult to kind of remember how we do things in one board and another with staff changing and board turnover and, uh, you know, mayors and councils and city administrators coming and going. So trying to kind of come up with some core kind of structures is one of the first things to do is, is like, so kind of like at council meetings, if you have a public comment section to have consistency across our boards, do we also have public comments or not? We have some boards that don't have any, we have some that have many. That's just what, like one little example to try and create some similar expectations for board members coming in to make it easier to do training, to make it a, you know, more uniform on what to expect on doing our work. And then hopefully that'll translate to, you know, if it's pretty clear on kind of the general operations, then you can focus on the policy and the important work that we do. So um, staff basically gave an update to the council, kind of reminding them on some of the types of documents and things that we're looking at changing, really to kind of come back and do a deep dive at our January work session. So it was primarily an update uh, to the council on some of those things. So there'll be a few ordinance change recommendations. Um, likely some policies to, to update and then leading into things like, you know, new training and orientation that we would have for next year uh, with that. Um, it will include getting some direction from council on, you know, where to go with some different ways that we might choose to, to do things. Um, and that, that would be a really kind of digging into that in January. All right. Uh, let's move on. I want to talk about one other thing that was on the agenda last night, uh, and that was actually a presentation okay. by the uh, defeat of Jesse James Day's committee. Uh, Lisa Peterson and Becca Peterson uh, mm -hmm. gave the uh, report, and uh, Rich and I were talking about those two earlier. They do a lot of work here in town, and hats yeah. off to them. Uh, a very... Uh, uh, 
very very much uh, civic-minded and uh, also hard workers. But let's talk about the defeat of Jesse James days. Uh, it's kind of a win-win-win situation for everybody involved, from the committee down to uh, the, the, the nonprofits, the people of Northfield, the businesses. Uh, that, it's a big thing. It is a really big thing, and just so appreciative. We've not always had uh, the representatives from the committee come in to give a presentation to the council. I think this may be the second year maybe that we've had this, but just really that connection back to the elected body so that they know and understand this is the third largest festival in our state. And it's all volunteer run in conjunction with uh, city staff, EMS, firefighters, our police, right? They're not volunteer, but very, very important component to ensuring that this really important festival for our community goes off without a hitch, right? Mm -hmm. You don't always need a hitch for a horse, right? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, It's just a really great festival. And as I said last night, it's almost like the the committee is a a community within a community. 130-plus people that are really working on this year-round. It's a multi-generational effort. Some people have been serving on the committee for like 50-plus years. And not only all of those people, but then they have 500-plus volunteers throughout the weekend, um, ensuring that when 200,000 people show up in your community, that it's a good experience. And that's no small feat by any stretch of the imagination. So it was just really great to be able to highlight them and all that they do to give back to the community. A lot of our nonprofits really benefit financially from this event, and it's just really great the way they connect back uh, into the community to help support uh, everything that goes on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it uh, is for so many organizations, nonprofits, it's the biggest fundraiser of the year. They raise a lot of money. There's a lot coming into town, and that is uh, well dispersed among yes. the uh, charities here in yeah. town. Uh, anything yeah, to add to that, Ben? I was going to note on that. I had seen on the presentation, too, I think they said one hundred and fifty dollars to $200,000 a year um, is raised on uh, with the nonprofits, and then the Defeat Days Committee, in addition to that, um, provides an additional $40,000 um, that, they, that they give to that, and then there's some... Um, the committee's also donated more than 50000 as part of the Give Cancer, uh, the boot campaign. Um, so like you said, there's many organizations that benefit from this with our nonprofit community, too, that we don't think of. Mm-hmm. Next week uh, is, uh, next Tuesday is Election Day, so you won't have a meeting. The next uh, meeting will be two weeks uh, from Tuesday. Will that be a regular meeting or a work session? Do we know yet? Yeah, so the, the meeting after we're treating that one more as our regular meeting and then uh, the week after that the last one of the month will be treated more as a work session so um, when we are kind of doing our planning the agenda items fell in that kind of order we are debating which way to go with it so that's kind of the the plan of action for our council meetings and of course between now and the end of the year you have to approve the budget what will be the steps taken in the next couple of meetings to get that uh, done yeah so the work session will be kind of the last a touch point with the council before we go into the December meeting for the uh, public presentation uh, in action on the final budget. So uh, kind of hard to believe, but three meetings left uh, for the rest of this year that we have scheduled. All right. Wow. Okay. Got some stuff to get done. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully most of the background work's already been done. Uh, and last week, or lastly, uh, next week is election day, uh, along with uh, some uh, Council, there's school board, uh, elected officials on the state and county levels as well, and a uh, school levy that uh, is going to be on the uh, ballot. So very important for people to get out there and vote. 
Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on the election or how the city might be involved? Yeah, for details, I would say go to our <laughs> webpage. But in general, uh, I am seeing an uptick in uh, foot traffic as it relates to early voting option. That is an option. You can come into City Hall and uh, and, and do the, the voting, and they'll help you out. If you're not registered, they'll help you with how that process works, or you can call in for that. Um, so, or, or certainly we know on Election Day itself, um, we have an excellent uh, volunteer or volunteer system we have paid election judges to help and i think the experience at our different um, locations are a really good experience mm -hmm. too if you want to vote in person mm -hmm. that's always a good one and and i think pretty efficient uh voting opportunities even at our busiest a uh, busier uh precincts mm -hmm. and we did have uh lynette peterson in yesterday to talk about the uh, election uh you know the rules and regulations and where people can register and uh early balloting so wealth of information she's done a great job with that and uh, that is available online you can podcast that and listen to it it's only about eight minutes long or so but it is packed with information yes and could i just say yeah. thank you for hosting all the background information that you have done uh on your website uh, KYMN, right, is free and accessible to anybody who wants to look at it if they want to find out information about the different candidates. So thanks so much for hosting that for folks. Well, thank you very much. I will accept that compliment uh, for <laughs> for Logan Wells, yes. who has uh, assembled all that, and also Rich Larson, who's helped put that all together. One more thing while we have about city business is um, uh, we have an intern this year called, uh, named Kate, Kel uh, Kate Kelly. Kate has yeah. done a lot of work on the Viking terrorist uh, issues, the issues had, that have arisen out of the sale of that. Uh, she's talked to dozens of people throughout uh, the community, throughout the upper Midwest, involved with the industry, uh, elected officials and such. That podcast begins tonight, 6 o'clock tonight, so you'll have a lot more information on the, the one portion of this, the uh, city coming up at uh, 6 o'clock tonight. Awesome. All right. Thank you both for coming in. Much appreciated. Uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Sounds great. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. Jeff. Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Barding.